It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. Well, it is Todd and Mustafa in the studio and joining us now inside the Shepherd Home Health and Hospice Studios, our buddy, our district attorney, the <laughs> Honorable Angela Marcy, as I Yay! bow. Oh, good morning. No bowing necessary. Good morning. Good morning. So how come you didn't get a ticket to Scotland? You know, I don't know. I was kind of the tour tour guide when we went to New York, and yeah. I think they decided they, they didn't you. want me in charge. I think they fired me. Yeah. Well, that is so cool, and uh, I, I don't know if he mentioned it before, but they have a friend that actually has a flat that is allowing them uh, to stay, you know, and, and see all these sites. And I'm so jealous because you appreciate going to other countries when you're more mature. And I'm not to say when you're old, but, you know, like I went my one and only time. I'm 16 years old. It's cool, but I'm homesick. I'm a picky eater. I'm shocked, and you go only where the tour, the school tour takes you, you know, and you're staying in weird dormitories and stuff. But to actually go back as an adult, I totally want to do that, you know. Just, you know, buy a ticket. They've got these things no called joke. airplanes, Todd. <laughs> no joke. That takes this thing called money. Thank you. And I have a seven-and-a-half-year-old that uh, uh, eats, yeah. eats all our money. So basically what you're saying is that if as a kid, we got so much going on at 16 years old, you don't really appreciate it. I would agree with that. Yeah, I was trying hey. to pick up this girl on the other tour bus, you know. Yeah. I'm, ma- I'm a Mac that, Daddy back yeah. there. I'm like, hey, where are you yeah. now? <laughs> You're from North Carolina? Just, I'm from Oklahoma. Hey, baby. Say, let's try good morning again. <laughs> good morning. All right. Todd, good morning to you as well. Thank everyone for listening. Yeah, well, appreciate Angela uh, uh, coming in, and uh, we're going to dig into the McGirt decision. No, I'm just no. kidding. I'm just what kidding. about the Whataburger deal? I sat <laughs> up here. I spent an hour and a half in that line at the... Well, that's because it's the most popular place on the planet when they first open up. But I'm telling you, I am looking forward to heading over there for lunch today because it is the biggest thing to happen to Weatherford in a long, long time. Yeah, it's. Uh, it. I'm really excited that they're here. Not only do I like the food, um, but I mean they've brought. They're doing a lot for our community. The employment opportunities that they're offering, I think that's wonderful for Weatherford. It is. so, And so far, no legal challenges from the other fast food restaurants. Oh, not uh, yet. Not yet. <laughs> okay. Well, let's, uh, gosh, let's let's talk about uh, what's going on. Yeah. Uh, because we, we talk about so much things from a legal issue, things that are happening uh, in our city. And somebody, it's, is this Jeff Barong again? Oh, cool. No. It's, it? uh, Headlines yesterday, Clinton paper, almost 1,000 pounds of weed found in a guy's truck. Uh and it, it, all other kind of products look like professionally done, but he's from California. And I'm trying to figure out, well, first of all, how much of that type of traffic do we miss? And, of course, that's not in your business. We're going to do that with the three amigos next week, next Tuesday, to get in. Well, I mean, it is, and she's going to be prosecuting uh, yeah, those so, folks. So there's only so much, obviously, right. you can say. But I think your point is, now that we have legal medicinal yes. marijuana and product and i understand these are gummies and other products and and stuff like that but people are literally coming in from out of state to get the stuff here to traffic to other stuff so that proves that the people said oh this is all just uh for for medicine are full of crap basically <laughs> still great business opportunities out there obviously 
And yet, how much do we catch? You know, um, we do. I mean, we miss and a lot. Prosecute. We, you know, we we miss a lot. We catch a lot, and then you know, I mean, it, it just. It, we just get lucky sometimes and, and catch some of these big loads. We know what to look for. Law enforcement um, does kind of um, have some some different oh stuff that they yeah. look for, you know, to kind of right. uh, maybe catch their eye on someone um, and pull them over. A lot of people we get pulled over on a simple traffic stop yeah. and we find. That's right. So, so that's the thing with regard to that, um, you know, traffic stops lead to a lot of these arrests. There was a state trooper in Fort Worth that notorious for pulling trucks with <laughs> this type of thing, this you know, illegal product. But a lot of it, he said, it was instinct. Some Sometimes of it is. he's been around a while, and it's just something kind of strange about this. It goes on the gut feeling. But this guy was doing four miles an hour over the speed limit, but he caught the attention of the trooper in terms of those are the kind of dumb things I wonder why criminals do. You know, I like the just, the juxtaposition between instinct and stuff. You <laughs> used the right word. I didn't. I used the word stuff. There you go. All you right. should be the lawyer. Oh, well, I, I think <laughs> what's funny about this case, reading the article in the in the Clinton Daily News yesterday, uh, one of the first things this guy allegedly said when they pulled him over, I don't have any marijuana on me. I mean, before he's even, why'd you pull me over? I don't have any marijuana on yeah, me. Yeah, you sound like you're interrogating me. <laughs> yeah, you're interrogating me. No, we're just... Uh, but how much does it cost to prosecute this? And is it more expensive for someone out of state than it obviously it probably is than someone here? It doesn't cost the state more to prosecute someone who's from out of state obviously someone who's from out of state who makes bond and goes home it costs them more to come back to attend court proceedings in addition to whatever it is that they charge the lawyer but it doesn't charge the state of oklahoma doesn't okay. cost us more uh, now with the increase in the marijuana trade in the state of oklahoma we are spending more time prosecuting those kinds of cases and so that does maybe potentially cost us more but the individual case itself doesn't cost more but the volume has probably increased that what about staff you need extra staff if we start bringing more of these criminals in as we promised the people you know i always need uh, make sure need to make sure that we have the the right number of assistant district attorneys and support staff and victim advocates um, and that's always a challenge and it's not just it's not just having money to pay them it's being able to recruit folks to come out to western oklahoma um, to work in to work in a DA's office, um, and so like right now, I've got an opening for an assistant district attorney in my Washtenaw County office. And things like Whataburger will make people come to town and stay. Well, especially when you have the munchies. I mean, imagine <laughs> how how many things you're going to order at the drive-through when you got the munchies. Well, Angela, I, I want to pick up on a point you made because that was actually a question I was going to ask, and and you answered it, but. Isn't it ironic, thank you, Alanis Morissette, that one of the big pushes to legalize medical marijuana and to do judicial reform and lessen the sentences for illicit substances, that you guys are actually busier prosecuting drug crimes since we've legalized medical marijuana in the state? You know, it creates an interesting dynamic, too, because we have... 
we have the Oklahoma Medical Medical Marijuana Authority that deals with people who are trying to do it legally, and then we've got the criminal aspect of it, right? right. And so it, it's kind of interesting trying to, to deal with that, and there are some different um, legal arguments and legal issues that arise because of the circumstances, and there's, there's almost a built-in defense argument, and so... Um, there, there are a lot of a lot of things that we are having to combat with regard to medical marijuana that we never had to deal with before. And uh, our the lady that run, Miss Barry, the Adria Barry, yes, 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 doing a tremendous job. Been on the job what a year and a half or so. And uh, do you see anything new there that perhaps is? something we can brag about in the way of her services you know i think um with with her um in that role she has really tried to to put parameters in in place that do help with the enforcement aspect and help help administratively with with folks who are doing it right being able to continue doing it right but then also giving some some parameters there that we can use um, in law enforcement. The AG's office has been involved in some of this as well, and I and I do see some more um, efforts on a statewide f um, a statewide oh perspective that has helped out in out in the the rural areas where we're having some of these problems. I, I guess if anything, there's there's more clarity in the law right now a little bit. There's still gray areas, but compared to the Wild West, the first year, right? Right, and then we have more tools at our at our disposal, right? With the with the ability with the AG's office being more involved in these prosecutions now, or being willing to be more involved, it gives us the opportunity to collaborate more with state agencies to to get a good result and and to get the the people that we need to get off the streets the bad guys i mean because we have so much of this coming from out of state these are bad actors these aren't these aren't our neighbors they're they're chinese mafia baby you get the impression that it's just not a mom and pop operation this is not it's criminal it's full-on criminal enterprises from international and and i mean it's but that, isn't that what is so shocking? Because I, I actually have some friends that are in the industry and that are just, hey, they really saw a business opportunity. Yeah. They're entrepreneurs. They said, okay, this is going to be legal. I'm going to pay the money for the license. I'm going to do the product and do it right. And and there are many legitimate businesses here that are doing this. But unfortunately, the criminal element always comes in and undercuts them. And then there's people that are never even going to get a license, which is so easy to get to smoke out. And they're just going to, yeah, I'm just going to do my thing and still buy it from, you know, Oscar in that old rickety house on 4th Street. Okay. So I wonder why is it so profitable if we're legal here medically? What shouldn't Are we still growing wheat that the state doesn't know about? Do we still have these products being manufactured here in Oklahoma? How's he saying we? Right. We 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 live here, Todd. You're part of that one. You know, it's absolutely uh, being manufactured here in Oklahoma, engineered in Oklahoma. This isn't this isn't just a natural product anymore that's growing. You know, naturally, yeah, yeah. it is being engineered to to give a better high to give to More give THC. yeah i mean infused it, oh, absolutely yeah. and so <laughs> we are manufacturing more 
marijuana in the state of Oklahoma, and it's supposed to be for Oklahomans. It's not supposed to. It's not supposed to go outside of the borders of the state of Oklahoma. But we are manufacturing so much here in the state of Oklahoma that that we we could not give it to our patients here in Oklahoma. Sleep all the time, right? It's it's. The volume, again, is so far more than the demand for actual Oklahomans. Yeah. And and then the other thing that I have a real problem with is, and I know that there are some adults that like gummy bears, okay? Uh, Like my, my wife might eat an occasional gummy bear. But when you start making these THC infused gummy bears and candies that are packaged to look appealing to kids, I am frightened to death of my second year old is going to be out on the playground and one of his classmates is going to give him a THC infused gummy. I, I mean, it's scary. Wow. No, it is, and we've had some cases where some where some kids have gotten a hold, some toddlers have gotten a hold of mom and dad's lollipops, or you know that kind of thing. And so, I mean, that's absolutely an issue. Pets show up at the emergency room. Your Pets, dog got got yeah. into the gummies. True story. Yeah, yeah, and he ran it, out of Gainsburgers. Toddlers <laughs> being metaflighted to mm. due to overdose issues because of it. I mean, it's yeah. it's absolutely a problem. So, any ideas as to what we're doing or what should we be doing? Well, I, I mean, I think that we're we're doing what we should be, which is we're we're prosecuting those that who are not in compliance with the law. And so it's not just administrative, it's criminal. If It is so easy to comply with the law, right? Yes. Um, whether you're someone who's manufacturing it and growing it, whether you're someone who's transporting it from one place to another um, in Oklahoma, whether you're somebody who's, who's distributing it at a store. It is so easy now to do that. If you're not following the rules, you're a criminal. You're still a drug trafficker. You're Thank still you. you're still a, a distributor, um, and so we are treating it that way in the in my office and in, in the criminal court system. Um, and so you know we're we're trying our best to attack that the best that we can. We're talking with District Attorney Angela Marcy, and we're talking about uh, the whole marijuana thing here in our state again. And before it sounds like I'm just bashing everybody that, uh, you know, smokes pot or or, or whatever out there. Uh, I will say, though, that, yes, there are some medical benefits from cannabis products. And, and I was kind of a poo-poo on this guy, but I'm going to tell you a personal story. So I have a relative who is in the nursing home and has dementia. And like anorex and just won't eat. Okay. And so they called me because they tried some other appetite uh, supplements to, to try to make them eat. These shakes stuff. Nothing was working. And so they called me one day and they said, hey, we've had success with this drug called Marinol. And the doctor okayed it. And uh, I'm like, okay, well, I haven't heard of that. Let's, let's try this. Not even thinking about the name, right? Right. And, and then a little bit later I'm thinking... Marinol. Is that like a, a pot? Yeah, they go, yes, it is a cannabis product. Now she has the munchies a lot, and they are having to bring her snacks overnight because, so, you know, there are 
some benefits out, which I mean, in in my year and a half when I was 18 and I hung out with some dudes and we're always like smoking. I'm telling you, the nacho cheese Doritos, you know, the sales of nacho cheese Doritos went through the roof back in those days. Hey, there were benefits to Oxycontin, too. And look look what happened there. I know. I mean, let's. Yeah. Yeah. But what about the uh, the 270 pound guy that gets the munches? That's, that's it's more Doritos. More Doritos and about a hundred more pounds. <laughs> Talking with District Attorney Angela Marcy. A quick break. Back with more on the right time for Western Oklahoma. Hammond Phillips is now part of Select Water Solutions. Select is a leading provider in all things water, from sourcing, transfer, recycling, infrastructure, flowback, well testing, disposal solutions, and fluid handling and fluid chemistry. Our mission is to focus on developing sustainable water and chemical solutions with a commitment to conservation and reuse. Select Connect. We are all connected by water. 99 cent drinks, $1.99 breakfast biscuit, $6.99 extra large pizza. All these great discounts at the ASAP General Store using the ASAP Energy app. Plus, you can order delicious food from Lucio's Roadhouse in Weatherford and Clinton and select ASAP General Stores. You can track your kickback points, get special coupons, and you can even access Philip 66 to earn up to 15 cents off every gallon of gas. All from this one app. It's the ASAP Energy app, available in the Apple and Google Play stores. Download it now. Briley Baca is an investment advisor representative of and advisory services offered through Royal Fund Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Just imagine what your life would be like if you had to navigate your finances alone without any help from a spouse. It can sound daunting, and a lot of times it is if you don't have the proper safety nets in place. This is Briley Baca with Advanced Financial Strategies in Clinton. More often than not, the woman in the relationship is the person who ends up managing the family finances in the later years of life. We have all heard the statistic that women live longer than men. But did you know that almost 65% of the people over the age of 85 are women? Being a widow, divorcee, or single parent is hard. But going through these life-changing events without a plan for your finances will make these times even harder. Give me a call, Briley Baca, the only independent certified financial planner professional located here in western Oklahoma, and we will work together to make sure to provide safety and security for your family. 323-6800 or visit our website, retirewithbacca.com. If you're looking for specialized nursing care for a loved one, or if you're looking for an exceptional place to work, you will be pleased with Maple Lawn Manor's approach to care, compassion, and dedication. They offer physical, occupational, and speech therapy, as well as an open menu from their dietary department. Stop by and join us for a tour of our facility at 800 Arapahoe Street in Hydro. We have the highest facility ratings for care in the area, according to government sources. Maple Lawn Manor in Hydro. We celebrate Welcome back to High Times on News Talk KCLI. It's Todd Mustafa, and our guest this morning is District Attorney Angela Marcy. Turning the subject really quick, uh, we just have a little bit of time left, but I want your your legal mind. Uh, Now there is an effort in a few states to take Trump off the ballot uh, in the next presidential election because of the J6, uh, the whole insurrection thing. Uh, Do you think that could succeed? I mean, literally in individual states taking a presidential candidate, no matter if you agree with them or not, taking them off the ballot seems extreme. Is there a legal precedent to that? 
You know, um, I think every state has their own, you know, rules and, and laws pertaining to to their elections and, and what is required before someone can be on a ballot or not. And so, um, you know, I, I'm sure that there's somebody who can find some kind of loophole somewhere if they if they tried hard enough to get to get something like that to happen. I certainly haven't researched that issue. I think that's something that'd be highly unlikely to be a movement in the state of Oklahoma. So, um, yeah, uh, that was pertaining to the 14th Amendment, I think, is what they're trying to. But what's insurrection and who's been charged with the question I would have, does it take an indictment or does it take a conviction in order for that? And who has proved Trump to have a conviction or an indictment? He's been indicted a few times. He's he's definitely been indicted (laughs) several times. Uh, More than Hunter. (laughs) I I don't believe that he has a conviction, you know, and and constitutionally um, people are presumed Innocent. innocent until proven guilty. guilty. There you go. And so um, I know that, um, you know, with regard to other types of situations, we certainly um, require convictions before that can uh, impact your ability to do certain things. And so um, or or have certain levels of, of proof uh, required and. I'm not aware that anything's been proven at this point with regard to him uh, in a court of law. And so we'll see what happens with regard to that. And I'm certainly no constitutional scholar, but I believe there is nothing in the Constitution that prevents somebody from even being in jail, not being able to run for president. Yeah, you know, there are all these qualifications, but uh, you could he could literally be in jail and still well, be on the ballot. He could be when the presidency. He could, he could be a felon. Yeah. And the strange part about that is that if you're a felon, you can't vote. Yeah. But as <laughs> you a can, felon, you can run for the United States president. Now, what kind of God bless America? America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it, and but it, it's interesting. Yeah. It is. Can I get a plug out there real yes. quick? We've yes. got. Uh, Actually, talk about something you know per- pertaining to our our court system. We've got uh, jury trials coming up throughout the district, okay. And so you're, you'll you'll get summons in your mailbox. I just want to remind everybody if you have a question, um, like there's a phone number on the summons, you can call the court clerk. If you have some significant reason that you cannot serve, there's a phone number to call, and they can get that information before the district judge. Um, you know, so make sure to look at your summons. It will tell you what to do if you have a question. It'll tell you where to call. So look at that. I always get a lot of, I get people texting me, hey, uh, <laughs> my daughter has to be back in school um, and she got a jury summons. What does she need to do? And I'm like, call the number on the summons, ask to get in front of, you know, get, get the information in front of the judge. So just look at the summons. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.